Welcome to the top-rated and award-nominated grad school mentoring podcast, the place for first-gen BIPOCs to learn about all things grad school, personal development, and sustainable productivity. This is Dr. Yvette Martinez-Vu, and I will be serving as your femtor, providing you with tips and tricks and everything else you need to know to successfully navigate grad school and beyond. For over 13 years, I've been empowering first-gen students of color along their academic and professional journeys, and I'm really excited to support you too. This episode is brought to you by listeners like you. As many of you know, I started this podcast four years ago to provide a space to empower first-gen BIPOCs as they pursue higher ed. Over time, I've also been able to uplift voices of those systemically excluded from the ivory tower. Now that the show has grown, however, the podcast requires financial support to sustain itself. If you are a loyal listener, you can provide a monthly or one-time donation at the links provided in my show notes. And if you are a mission-driven company or organization interested in sponsoring an episode, please contact me at gradschoolfemtouring at gmail.com so that you can learn more about my sponsorship packages. If you found this podcast valuable in any way, shape, or form, I really hope you'll consider investing in the show. Every little bit helps. Now, back to the episode. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Grad School Femtoring Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Yvette. Today, I thought I'd cover end-of-year reflection and planning exercises that you can try out if you, like me, enjoy thinking about the year that has transpired and looking ahead and setting goals for the year ahead. Now, a couple of things that have come up for me that made me want to record this episode. The first is that for the last five years or so, I have made it a custom or tradition to develop, identify, generate a word of the year. This word then becomes a guiding force that helps to inform the way that I make decisions throughout the year. And in years past, I've had words like abundance and healing and uh, this year's word, uh, the year the year I'm talking about is 2023. So this year's word is realignment. And it really has helped to shape my, my year and um, the accomplishments and highlights of the year, as well as the things that are memorable. That may not be, you know, the, the lofty goals that you're setting and trying to reach, like some of the personal growth stuff that maybe is just for you to know and not necessarily for other people to find out. Uh, but it's definitely part of your process of, you know, living a life that feels very good for you. So that's one of the things is that for me, I've made it this practice to set a word of the year. I have also made it a practice to have a vision board of some sort. And let me say this. I've talked about, I think I've talked about visioning and planning for the year ahead on the podcast at least once before. And I have mentioned this practice of setting a word of the year and creating a vision board. And I want to be clear that, you know, I have mixed thoughts about creating a vision board. Why do I have mixed thoughts? Because sometimes folks create a vision board with 
you know, where two things kind of could potentially go wrong. One is they have a goal that's perhaps too lofty, so lofty that it's discouraging. You know, and maybe you're like, oh, I, you have a picture of a mansion and you're nowhere near getting to the point where you can live in a space like that. <laughs> and so sometimes the goals just seem too out of reach. And I do believe in the importance of setting big goals, what some people call audacious goals, what other people call impossible goals. I think it's great to set your sights, you know, far and reach for the stars and see where you fall, but not if it's going to be discouraging for you. So I just want to make sure that you are aware of that. The other thing that happens a lot for folks, especially some of us, uh, I'm thinking about neurodivergent folks in particular. But I'm also thinking about those of us that are maybe visual learners is that sometimes people create these vision boards and they set it and forget it. Like they just kind of leave it wherever they created it and don't have it in a place where it's readily visible. And then they forget about their goals or intentions for the year. And so I've made it a practice of actually adding my vision board as my desktop wallpaper and as the wallpaper on my phone, my cell phone. So that way, multiple times a day, I am reminded of what, what were my goals and intentions for this year. So there's that. And of course, it was December and I went straight into reflection and planning mode. So when it comes to reflecting, I went straight to, okay, let me take a look at the year. Let me take a look at my calendar. Let me take a look at my spreadsheets. <laughs> I am a Virgo after all. So let me take a look at my spreadsheets where I'm uh, listing, you know, certain things that I've accomplished. And, and then based on that, okay, what do I, why do I want to do the same? What do I want to change next year? And that's part of my process. Part of my process involves taking a look at my calendar, taking a look at any other places where I write down any memorable things that came up this year and doing some journaling and doing some reflecting. And I thought to myself, you know what? This has been so useful the last couple of years. Why don't I try to do this in community? And so I, I decided to plan <laughs> or host or facilitate a workshop on planning and reflecting. So reflecting and planning for the year ahead. And I invited all of my former clients. So this includes folks who have worked with me in individual sessions and uh, in group coaching sessions and folks who have invited me to be a speaker at their institution. So I primarily reached out to my student clients, so undergraduates and graduate students and some uh, professionals who are also my clients. I reached out to them, invited them. I also then after they got the initial invite, sent an invite to everyone on my newsletter. And the actual event hasn't happened. It's actually happening later this week. But I thought to myself, okay, I want to make sure that I get to do this kind of work or continue to do it because I've already started it in community to share the wealth, to share kind of what's been helpful for me in the hopes that it might be helpful to someone else. Because I also want to acknowledge that this time of year can be a very difficult time of year. It can be very triggering for a lot of folks. Some of us are distanced from our family members. Some of us are estranged. Some of us might feel lonely during the holidays. 
And some of us are burnt out, are overwhelmed, are exhausted, and we are just not in the mood for any type of reflecting or planning. And if you are feeling this way, there is no pressure at all. But you know what? You can go back to this episode anytime that you are feeling ready, that you are willing to try it out, even if it's later in the year. It could be end of January. It could be March. It could be July. It could be next year. You might be listening to this episode a year later. That's okay. If you find it helpful, definitely take advantage of trying out some of these things. Consider maybe setting a word of the year if you feel inclined. Consider creating a vision board. It can be an actual uh, paper vision board. You buy your poster board. You get some magazines. You do it by yourself or in a group setting. You can do that. It could be a digital vision board. That's what I usually go for. I, I usually use Canva because they have a lot of free, easy-to-use templates where you just literally hover over an image, change the text, super duper easy. And then you can change the size. That's what I've done is change the size so that it's wallpaper friendly, friendly for a computer wallpaper and a phone wallpaper. Um, another thing you can do is, and let me pull it up, is consider doing some journaling exercises. And for this, I recommend this free resource called the Year Compass. Now. I don't know too much about, about the history behind this resource, but I know that I have come across this resource time and time again. So more on more than one occasion, this has come up for me. And this is the first year that I decided to actually use it. So what is the year compass? So when I downloaded it for myself, it says, it's a booklet that helps you reflect on the past year and plan the next one. With a set of carefully selected questions and exercises, Year Compass helps you uncover your patterns and design a great year for yourself. From what I know, correct me if I'm wrong, this Year Compass was actually developed by a team that originally came from Hungary who got together in, I think it was in 2000 eight and decided to work on this booklet and then this booklet kind of went viral in 2012 and since then they've had a bunch of contributors worldwide and they also had patrons or supporters support the project also worldwide which is great because now this is available as a free resource you can go to their website yearcompass.com download it as a PDF and they have a printer-friendly version of it. And it's it literally looks, says Year Compass 2023-2024 and you have different exercises. So this reminds me a lot of actually my growth journal. I have a journal called the Growth Journal. You can check it out. I have it available. It's like one of those downloads where it's like pay what you can type download. And I think it has like a 50 plus page journal with a lot of reflective exercises. If you go to gradschoolfemtouring.com slash shop, you can access my journal. But this year compass reminds me of that in that it has a lot of reflective exercises. So they have an exercise on, you know, taking a look at your calendar 
and pinpointing important events, family gatherings, significant projects or accomplishments that you listed on your calendar. They also have another exercise where you think about the different areas of your life and significant events that happened in that area. So this can be personal life or family, your career, your community, your creativity or hobbies, your health or wellness, your habits, etc. So I like that it's very holistic in that sense. And they have several other exercises related to reflecting on the year that has transpired. And then, so these are all the past year exercises. There's also a section on the year ahead. And here you get to Dream big. And I love this because I dedicated a whole episode on dreaming big, on reflective questions to ask yourself to dream again. Check out that episode if you're feeling in the mood for doing that. But they have a reflective exercise related to dreaming big, related to thinking about what you want to prioritize in all the different areas of your life, even thinking about what else do they have? The word of the year. Of course, they mentioned that as well. So that's that's the year of Pumpspace. I really, really like it. I'm going to be finishing it when I facilitate this workshop on reflecting and planning ahead with my clients, current and former clients, as well as my newsletter um, audience. So if you want to have access to these types of resources, I try every now and then to offer freebies or resources to only my newsletter. Only you all get it. You can sign up for my newsletter at gradschoolfemtoring.com slash kit. And everybody who signs up for my newsletter gets also a free grad school femtoring kit with more resources available to you. So I wanted to keep today's episode short, but I encourage you, if you're feeling in the mood for it, to consider setting a word of the year, to consider creating a vision board. Digital or paper is fine. Or, and or, whichever, you know, you want. if you want to do all the things, you can do all the things. Uh, doing some reflective journaling to think about what has been eventful, momentous, uh, memorable from this year. How is that going to then inform what you want to highlight, prioritize, and set intentions for for this year? And I'm trying to think if there's anything else when it comes down to planning. You know, I do get very, very specific with setting goals for the year. One thing I didn't mention is that I also do some mind mapping. And I know that I might overwhelm some people because you're saying, hold up, hold up, Dr. David. You have your word of the year. You have your vision board. You're completing the year compass journaling exercises. And you're working on mind maps with goal setting. I know that's a little bit of a, a lot. That can be a lot for some people. You don't have to do all the things. You only really need to do whatever feels right to you. It might be one of the things. It might be none. It might be something completely different. I'm just offering suggestions to see what might work for you. So if you enjoy mind maps, if you enjoy these like bubbling and visualizing the constellation of different things that are part of your life that you want to set goals around, then maybe you might want to create a mind map. I have a mind map specifically related to my business goals 
and I have very specific numbers that I want to reach and outcomes that I want to reach related to my business. I also have personal goals, but my personal goals I have on my vision board. My vision board is more holistic. My mind map is just directly related to my business. That's just what feels right for me. But think about for yourself, what are the areas that you want to prioritize this coming year? If you're not sure where you fall in these categories, if you're not sure if you're putting in enough time to different areas of your life, another thing you can check out is my life assessment exercise. Also on my shop, gradschoolfemturn.com slash shop. I recently had someone, well, you know, every now and then I might get someone who finds out about my shop and might purchase it on their own. But I have had people say about the life assessment that it's really revealing for them in terms of letting them know which areas of their life they're actually doing better in than they realize they weren't giving themselves enough credit and saying, hey, you know what? I'm not doing so bad in that area. And other areas of their life that maybe they hadn't realized needed more tending to. So if you're feeling like assessing your life and where you are in different areas of your life holistically, check out my life assessment. You know what? If, if you don't want to do any of these things, that's okay too. But, you know, if you want a couple of free resources, I know definitely check out the Year Compass. It's not I'm not affiliated with it. Uh, I don't even know the folks who created it, but it it is a great resource. I am benefiting from it. That's why I'm sharing it with you. That's it for today's episode. I hope that you found something in here that could be useful or applicable to you. And as always, I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. You know, depending on when you listen to this, a good gentle, loving, peaceful holiday season, and that you're able to carve out some time for yourself. All right, y'all. I'll talk to you next time. Thanks so much for joining me in the Grad School Femtouring Podcast. If you like what you heard, here are four ways you can support the show. The first is to make sure you're subscribed and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. The second way is to get your copy of my free Grad School Femtouring Resource Kit, which includes essential information to prepare for and navigate grad school. You can access it at the link in today's show notes. The third way to support my show is to follow me on social media. You can find me on Instagram with the handle at Grad School Femtouring and on LinkedIn by searching my name. The last way to show your love is to sign up to work with me via my Grad School Femtouring Academy my group coaching program for first-gen BIPOCs seeking to work on their personal growth and gain sustainable productivity skills. You can learn more at gradschoolventuring.com slash academy. Thanks again for listening and until next time.